A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. started yet yeah i'm just gonna so shut don't worry. On. yes yeah shut the door there we go that's uh we can keep that for the edit that's good <laughs> it's quite a nice door shutting yeah yeah, yeah. Quite, a nice quite nice bit of ambient sound really really lovely how have you been i'm okay thank you i think you know do you go through times when your head is not in the game oh um, fuck do i go through times of that? <laughs> I haven't gone through the other time yet. (laughs) No. For me, it's sporadic. And this week, my head is not in the game. I had the um, actual, like, not turning up to a gig happen. Um, Shitting hell. That's actually big. That's huge. Like, I got managed to get there. They shuffled things around and I got there. But. Uh, mm. But like you know, an hour after I was meant to be on, and I could only do ten minutes because Dylan Moran had to do his bit. Um, <laughs> oh, he had to, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just that had guy. to do a call to my agent before this podcast about like how I had I've, I never get any acting stuff, and I've got a self tape that I'm meant to do, and um, I forgot about it all weekend. I did remember about it this morning but then just time passed and I was I was like like 11 25 like I suppose I'll start recording (laughs) yeah also it was due in this morning just to be clear it's already late um so I'm not I'm not um I think my brain's not functioning hugely do you do you do a lot of voice work no 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 I I do some and it's the weirdest thing when they say to you look 
um, <clears throat> could you send us a voice tape, uh, especially for a, like a video game? Yeah. And they, I think that's what they're still called, right? Video games. Yeah, that's what I call them. Games yeah, video them. games. Yeah, for the for the little kiddies. Yeah, that's and good. that's it. And uh, and and then I find myself, you know, they send you a script, but it's not really script, is it? Because it's a computer game for the kiddies. <laughs> and you you're in your room alone, going, "What's that?" <laughs> ah, you know, and just screaming at yourself, which I do anyway, but not <laughs> not to someone's half art script. I do I, it to my actually, own half art script. My only involvement in video games uh, mm-hmm. ever is the choral soundtrack to Kill Zone Two. Whoa! The big choir doing like you know scary scary choral music in Latin. Um, um, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that music that follows me around everywhere. Yeah, that that's in your head. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That's what we were recording for Kill Zone Two. So that's that's the only time. Oh I've my ever god, that's involved. amazing though. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've been in uh, Dungeon Master Two. Have you? Yeah, I don't I don't know what that is. What, I doubt that that's a thing. <laughs> I do, I've never heard of it. I've I mean. Been- <laughs> like I've I've never I've I haven't played a computer game in like since I was a child. I'm going to yeah. say it. And uh, so I, but I've heard of like Call of, Call of Duty. I've heard of that. That's got yeah. to me. I hear about I've Dungeon got... Dungeon Masters Two has not got to me not, yet. Not the one. No, okay. no, no. Um, what's I don't it? think it's big. There's The Last of Us, of course. Which... Yeah, yeah, but I only know of that to be honest because uh, of the TV series. I watched. I watched my husband play it, and it it, it was right. good enough to watch, like sort of in that way, <laughs> you know, like. Well, well, people do that, don't they? Yeah. People pay money to watch people play video games. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to. I don't know how much you gave Marcus, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I I imagine he can set a pretty high price. Yeah. It's successful, no, I, you know. I capped it at two pounds fifty. Right. Yeah. He's good not for that you. Good playing it, so. Uh, I I I really like the idea that you've signed up to Marcus's Patreon. <laughs> I like the idea of Marcus knowing <laughs> what the hell Patreon is <laughs> and knowing how to operate I, something as modern as that. I like that even more. Now, <laughs> listen, um, we're going to start now. Oh, fine. I mean, do, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. All that content is in the podcast. It's in. Say, if you want to use any of that, feel free. <laughs> I, I, oh, it's in. My it's friend, it's in. Uh, this is this is just how I, I don't know. We will get about five minutes, then then we we'll just start. So there yeah. we go. I'm going to tell you. You don't know what this is yet, do you? So I'll no. tell you what it is. Um, well, well, we'll start. We'll start, and then and then I'll explain it in the intro. Hi everyone, welcome to Leg Hole. It's me, Michael Leg, Uncle Michael Leg, and you never guess who has fallen in to the Leg Hole today. It's only the absolutely brilliant Rachel Paris. And everyone applauds, everyone applauds, everyone applauds. Hi, Rachel. Now, listen, this is what's going to happen here today. Thanks for falling into the leg hole. It's all right. Uh, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Great. Uh, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. And from the answers that you give, uh, I'm going to put together a psychological profile of you. And right at the end of the podcast, I'm going to send it to the police. <laughs> so, 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 um, but I don't don't let that thought hang heavy on you because I don't I don't want you 
to make up answers. I want the answer honestly, so we can get an honest psychological profile of okay. Rachel Paris. Okay. I will tell. I will tell you this: these ten questions. The first question and the last question. They're always the same for all of my guests here at the Lake Hall. Okay. Uh, but but the eight questions, the golden eight, right there in the middle, they have been sculpted uh, just personally and specifically for you. Amazing. How are you feeling about I'm this? Now, I'm now feeling nervous. If you're going is, to put me at ease, it did not. Yeah. No, no. I've, I, do you know, I've only realised this late in the game that actually it's a fucking frightening podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I should stop it. When but, you uh, question, it's I'm like, too far in now. How are you feeling? Less comfortable than I was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. That's exactly how we should all be here in the lake hall. Here is question number one. Keep in mind, everyone gets this question. Okay. Rachel Paris, do you like sherry? Sharing. Sherry or sharing? Oh, oh, sherry. Not sharing. I know you don't like sharing. <laughs> That's so much easier. That's, yeah. yeah. I- I love it. Absolutely love it. Really? Yeah. I you're you're the first. You're the first on the show. Well, let's call it a show. Fuck it. Um you're the first on the show to say yes, I love sherry. What what the hell are people drinking? It's absolutely delicious. Well, here's the thing. Uh, most people have have either gone it's fine or if there's nothing else I'll drink it or much more often is that I'm not sure if I've ever had it. I'm not sure if I've ever had it. I think I haven't. You haven't had it? I'm not sure I've had sherry. What about at Christmas when it's just Well, like, we didn't like... have Christmas in Northern Ireland, remember? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have it. No. We just it. had... We fought even more on I'm Christmas really Day. It's a really sensitive point, wasn't it? <laughs> really sensitive. It's a great sort of um, sensitivity there for you. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, well, in in a <laughs> in my Christmases, there's, sure. there was well, we all growing up, we always had a Harvey's Bristol cream in the drinks cupboard. And that what's I'm that? Aware of, I think I think it's a type of sherry. Is and it really not? Okay. Oh, it's really nice. It's really sweet. Like that's why I liked it when I was a child. <laughs> is that is that how you would describe a sherry? Because keep keep in mind, I've never had one. Uh, is, is it Bristol cream? Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought sherry was creamy. It's not, weirdly, it's not creamy, but it is called mm. Harvey's Bristol Cream. Uh, okay. That one's That's... very sweet and really nice. I like a sweet one. I don't like a dry one. I like a really sweet one. I could drink it like lemonade. I could drink it like water. It's one of those drinks that I have right. to be very careful of. So of... if you were running the marathon, say, for instance, yeah, you could happily be past a little sherry as you were running by. Yeah, like it, it bad yep, for the yep. body, but I'd sure I would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. No, I, I'm 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 getting more and more confident that I have never had a sherry. <laughs> uh, I've never had a yogurt. Um, I know I've <laughs> I've never had a yogurt. I don't like the look of it. That is, to be fair, yogurt is objectively gross. Like, I yeah, like I it, think so. I like it, but I think it is fair. Like blue cheese, which I also like, I think it is fair. Right. There are things that, yeah, fair enough, they they look yeah. horrible. I never had a pickled onion until uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, what did you think? No, I didn't like it. Mm. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. I think it's, even though I love onions and I love crunchy onions, I thought it was weirdly crunchy, too crunchy. Yeah. Did you have a, a fat one that you have to bite into or a little tiny mini one? 
I think it was the tiny mini one. Yeah, yeah it was quite I small. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe that I'm the only person who said they really like Sherry. Yeah, you are you are the first. Um so I'm gonna put um ridiculously posh down in your um No, it's not posh. In your, so, it's Sh- not Sherry's quite posh. It's not. How, well, Harvey's Bristol Cream and he drinks Cabernet is like the royal family, as in royal art, you know, off the TV. Mm. Uh, it's like it's just what every like I would say lower middle class family has in their little cupboard under the stairs. Kind of okay, I'm, I'm gonna experience of Sherry. I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, yeah, I'm posh now because of Marcus, but uh, and it's I'm like <laughs> He granted you poshness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Trust it upon me. <laughs> well, I'll put um, uh, urchin down then. <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, listen, I'm delighted with that answer. We've we've got our first I love Sherry ever. Right. So I'm going to question number two. Then remember, this: these questions are all for you. Rachel Paris, mm. what was your eighth gig like? Oh. Um, Nobody cares about your first gig, right? Nobody really cares because, do you know what? First gig, it's kind of, it's just nerve-wracking, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, and then and then you get people who go, do you know what? My first gig went really well. And, oh, fuck off then. So how was your eighth? Do you want me to actually try and look up what it was? Because I used to... Oh, yeah. I used Brilliant. to a list. Um, I think I stopped about three years ago, but... If I can find it, mm-hmm. um, where would I? It might be on an old computer or something. But I did, yeah, I used to just. Hmm. I like that you keep a list of these things. So I'm just going to put down psychopath <laughs> yeah, in, in your, in your psychological profile. Oh, I don't think I've got it anymore. That's annoying. But I can probably guess um, it would have been in mm-hmm. 20. You mean like proper stand-up type gig oh yeah 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 um it would have been in 2010 it could have been these are the gigs i was doing in 2010 i was doing some of those competition gigs like sure funny women and laughing horse i was Mm -hmm. doing um a weird sort of half comedy half cabaret one um and i was doing some of the leicester square kind of newcomer ones right mm, did you win no, I got to the final though, um, which was always a help. Yeah, I only ever did one competition, and it was um, <clears throat> it was a jonglers competition that oh, yeah. was hosted, not hosted, it was sponsored by Swan Matches. What a coup, right? Yeah. <laughs> was it nineteen twenty nine? Yeah, yeah, it was during it during the the Great War, as we yes. called it back then, and uh, um. And it, it was Swan Matches presents Jonglers competition, and they called it Swanglers. Oh wow! <laughs> no one gave a shit, did they? No, an ounce of imagination went into that one. Oh fuck it! Also, written yeah. down that would read as Swanglers. Swanglers, yeah, I think. Which oh, does it, it doesn't work on any level at all? Yeah, yeah just to be clear, any level. Um, and I didn't win. I'm going to take a guess at my eighth gig. I'm going to take a good. Okay. Point. And say it was probably something like Ruby Tuesdays, which was a gig. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that? With yeah. um, people like uh, James Gill used to do Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, okay. Uh, always be comedy. And uh, above a pub, 
um, in like Leicester Square area. Um, mm-hmm. And I would have taken my keyboard along and everyone mm-hmm. would have hated it. Um, not so much the audience, <laughs> but more everyone running the gig and appearing alongside me. Um, right. Because you took up a lot of space on the stage. A lot of space and a lot of time, you know. Right. Okay. And the mic ready. And everyone who ever ran a gig in those days that I took my keyboard along to, I always warned them, you know, they knew what I did. Sure. They you wanted them. You said, I'm going to be a pain in the arse. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and yeah. they always be like, put me on somewhere, the le- like put me on after an interval so that I can right. do it already during interval. But they would ignore me. And- yeah, put me on after the closing act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, put me on for 40 <laughs> after the yeah. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. that, just freeze. Um, sure. Yeah, I would always be greeted with massive heavy sighs. Uh, whenever oh, I oh! I can't believe that. Although I can, I can because I mean, yeah, doing stand up around yeah. a, a keyboard is a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was logistically a right pain in the ass. So, um, yeah, mm. it would be something like that. I think. Uh, so uh, you did. You would have thought in your eighth gig you did well with the audience, but you made no friends at all in the industry. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just put pain in the arse. Um, <laughs> in the arse. I hope this is helpful to the police. Here's the next question, Rachel Paris. Have you ever embarrassed yourself in front of my parents? Um, I don't think so. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. It was worth asking, though. Have they been to any of your gigs that I've done? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, oh no! I, thought, I, I was, I, my fuck no was coming out well before you brought yourself into it. <laughs> they would never come to any of my gigs. Never. Really? How could I do my job if they were in the room? Do they? Do they just not? How know can I call they're... everyone a cunt if my mummy is in the room? I can't. I well, I've been in I... that. Like my parents don't come to uh, many, but the, mm. they have occasionally come to like quite a big one which is the worst one the one that you actually want to go well yeah and i've talked about you know the things that you talk about yeah calling people yeah of course swearing yeah. a lot talking about sex yeah you just oh it was bad it's really bad. yeah it's no no my dad once said to me uh he said son one day i'm going to sneak into one of your gigs and i'm just going to stand at the back and you'll never know that i saw you and i said i will know the next time I see you, because it'll be written all over your face, you won't be able to. You won't be able to give me eye contact, and you know, and all. Uh, you know, the the uh, my name will not be on that will. That's what I'm saying. That's what um, I'm saying. I know I've told you about my eighth gig, but let me just tell you about um, just hijacking the question slightly. The no, great. Example of parents being at a gig is I did a gig, and I've told I have mentioned this to them before um it was in Leicestershire my home mm-hmm. home place uh right. in a little village um a few miles from where I come from in a village hall uh organized by a local promoter uh mm-hmm. there was about three people on the bill the local promoter was comparing and I won't say his name but he was appalling um the okay. gig was in the daytime for some reason early afternoon uh there was no curtains full daylight flooding through <laughs> into the village oh, hall God. <laughs> it was on the big tall stage of the village hall mm-hmm. there was no lighting uh for the stage there was no bar 
there were trestle tables uncovered put out and only two of them because there were only 15 people at the gig and eight of them were my family (laughs) (laughs) for about um eight months or something so I had I couldn't adjust my set like I only had my like you know 10 minute set that I had so I did my 10 minute set which included of course you did talking about coming and talking about doing crap <laughs> is obviously not true well, at the time neither and uh you know it was so and I could just see like my parents just thinking what is she doing like not only not enjoying the material but thinking she's thinking we've got to get her off this insane whim of why d- the money we spent on piano lessons what <laughs> that's li- that's literally what they think as well. Like, <laughs> um, and I cry. I think it's the only gig that I have come off stage and literally burst into tears in the wings. It was that bad. Oh no! Oh, that's bad. Yeah. But he's, I've only ever um, I did one gig in front of my family, not my parents, but the rest of them. Yeah, and. Uh, it was a gig in uh, Bangor, County Down, which yeah. is, uh, it's the rival town to my hometown, Newton okay. Arts. And uh, I'd realised Newton Arts, for anyone hearing that for the first time, they're probably going, that's not a word. It isn't. But there we go. Uh, that's where I'm from, a place that isn't a word. Um, and my family came to the gig. And because they got to the gig late, you know, just like minutes before the gig was starting. Yeah. Uh, the room had filled up uh, except for the front two rows and they yeah. took up the entire front two rows. And I'm like, you fucking pricks. Oh, God, that's awful. And it was it was horrible, especially because they thought they were going to see, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, like Michael McIntyre or something, not Michael right. Legg, their brother. And all they saw was a man having a breakdown in front of their own family. <laughs> and, and, and I swear to God, practically every feed line i did they they started conferring with one another like i wonder what he means like it was just it was just appalling oh my god did did they not know you were going to be on uh no they did they did know and they knew what i did they just assumed oh michael's gonna go out and tell jokes because he's a comedian and not Oh, Michael's going to go on stage and shout at everyone yeah. <laughs> and have yeah. a breakdown. Oh, didn't realize that that's what he thinks is funny, but it is. Yeah. So there you go. I tell you what, though, one of the I, I think I've mentioned this on uh, this podcast before, uh, and if I have, doesn't matter. It's worth repeating. Um, there was a time uh, at the Glasgow stand when I went on stage. This is the best heckle I've ever had. Yeah. I'm a minute, maybe two minutes into the set. And someone at the back of the room just went, Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> and it was someone I hadn't seen since I was 16. <laughs> and she just broke down one. That is Michael Leg. What? And, she, and, and afterwards, after the game, she had to come up to me and just went, what, but, but you, when you were at school, you never spoke. And I went, well, I'm making up for it now. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> That's Such so a good heckle, isn't it? What are you doing? I also absolutely love what you said about what your family might be thinking. The damning mm. 
phrase um sure i didn't realize that that's what you would think was funny <laughs> that's such a good thing oh, yeah. if anyone ever comes up to me and says how was the gig about their gig i'll be like um i didn't realize that's what you thought was funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well, I mean, maybe that's how we should uh, look at the audience, though, from now on. I mean, if we do a gig and it doesn't go well, just go, oh, I- I'm not what they think funny is. They think other, that yeah, oh, they're into the other stuff that's not yeah. as good as me. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've thought that anyway. So I'm going to put down um, Diva. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I'm just, uh... oh, here we go. Here's another question. Rachel Paris. What are you best at, mixed martial arts or bursting into tears? Oh. It's um, a close one, isn't it? And this is tailored to... Ah, who's calling me and why? Well, the... Uh, oh, why is it going through on my phone and my laptop? The, Jesus so, uh, so your agent... No, 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 your agent's called, got you great work, and you've hung up on them to keep doing this. For Michael Legg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you 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 deserve your career to go down in flames. To be, she's probably ringing me back about that self tape. To be fair, but I just got an email saying they're fine that it's four hours late. <laughs> yeah, in fact, they like it. Yeah, they prefer it actually. They really built up the suspense. <laughs> you know, they need time to prepare themselves for how glorious. It sure. Is. Yeah. Um, Give them time to really clean their ears so that it's crystal clear to them. I I'll, I'll, will remind you of the question, uh, if you're not fucking too busy. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's what are you best at, mixed martial arts or bursting into tears? I think um, mm, that's quite a tough one, actually. It is quite I, a tough one. I think I'm quite good at, uh, I'm quite a crier. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's the second one then, isn't it? <laughs> I just realised it's a really easy answer. I don't know. I mean, have you tried mixed martial arts? Uh, no, I haven't. I feel like I, I feel like it would not be good. I would not be good at it. Because right. I think I'm quite a, a sort of slow mover generally. I think I can do strength and I think that I could probably beat someone up if I really need Oh. But I don't think I could do it in a sort of fast, controlled way. Okay, I'm <laughs> like, just putting violent down. I'm not, I haven't got much precision problem. with my body. Um, right. So I don't think I would be good at that, actually. And I am I am good at crying, so I think it's the second one. Okay, well, I mean, listen, we're all good at something. I don't think I'd be good at fighting. I'm, luckily, I've never really, not as an adult, had to get involved. And any fighting, I'm really glad of that. Have you ever got into like you know a scuffle or got punched or anything or punched anyone? Um, uh, I, I I hate to say this, but I I have punched someone, but I punched them because they were being horrible to someone else. Oh, fair enough. And no, no, I did, I did, I, I, I'm not happy about that. But I, I asked them to stop being horrible to someone, and they wouldn't. And yeah, it's it's not a proud moment for me, but. but but on the other side of the coin, I've been punched loads of times. <laughs> yeah. Not for it. Yeah, I've got... It turns out I can take a punch. Nice. Yeah, it's not really It's not really as bad as you think. I've never... I mean, 
don't don't go and ask for one. But no. um, but it's really not that bad. And I've never I've never hit anyone. It's because no, when you're growing up, you on TV. Obviously, you see a lot of fights happening. Mm. And I think all my adult life, I've thought, who I I know that fights do happen, but why aren't they happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, when when I was growing up, I had the opposite. Right. I was like, I know that there is a pastoral existence out there somewhere, <laughs> but why is why is it avoiding me so hellishly? Why is my life one hundred percent fights? Yeah. Yeah. Fights? yeah. Um, well, you know, I, again, you know, it's boring, but going back to Northern Ireland, of course, you know, there was fights. Yeah. I'm from working class town in Northern Ireland. It'd be ridiculous if you could get through that unpunched. So, yeah. So I didn't. That'll well, teach me. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Although, uh, I'm, I think I'm quite bad at bursting into tears. Oh, hang on. Uh, let me take that back immediately. Unless um, uh, I'm really bad at crying at movies. Like, uh, as in, I'm oh, really yeah. good at it. I'm really yeah. good at crying yeah. at movies. Really good. You know the movie E.T.? I don't know why yeah. I said the movie E.T. as opposed to, like, the guy. Um, E.T., uh, I don't know how well you know that film. Uh, yeah, but can, but you, yeah. can you guess when I start crying? If I if I was to watch that film now, at what point do you think I would start you crying? Start crying. Um, is it um, is it when uh, Drew Barrymore has a connection with ET? Oh, that would be sweat. I wish that was the answer. No, the answer is the font of the opening credits. <laughs> the font of the opening credits immediately makes me cry. <laughs> Because I can't bear what's going to happen to E.T. I cannot bear it. <laughs> um, have you seen the film Coda? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. Why Why did oh, I yeah. have to well, think about so that? Yeah. One of those films that I cried, me and Marcus cried from like halfway through and until uh, an hour after it finished. Um, and there's a bit in that where her non-speaking deaf father mm-hmm. just like towards the end do you remember this yeah says to her, go it's the only word he oh. says in the whole film yeah. and not only did that just like the tears just projectile crying but also then me and, me and marcus like for weeks afterwards like if he would just remember it and start crying mm-hmm. and we'd say to each other go and we would just burst into tears like it was so much it was so yeah much. i mean i cried at that part too because i was just thinking fucking hell so you could talk all this time you just didn't <laughs> fucking bother <laughs> what an answer what a piece of shit he turned out to be right at the end <laughs> anyway uh big wuss i'll put that down big <laughs> wuss uh here's the next question uh here we go it's the next question rachel paris have you ever broken a law, even a little one like murder? <laughs> I haven't done murder. Um, oh. That's yeah. a leg hole first. <laughs> law, I don't, I never know how far down law goes, as in is like, like, so I've shoplifted. Um, oh, sure. 
but you know I've done things like um you know watched films that were in 18 when I was a child and things like that I've broken into parks that you're not meant to go in at night you, but how do you how do you break into a park like climbing what, over buildings. they they actually lock a park yeah yeah like in so I didn't in know that. london and I, I used to live in oxford like the parks there yeah and also why um, did you want to break into a park because it's fun isn't it parks at night fun i wasn't on uh, my own <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you right now, Rachel. It's not fun, but I say parks at night are not fun. No, <laughs> they're fun. I've, I've broken into quite a lot of parks at night in my younger really? years. Really? Yeah, I'm now thinking like it was a thing that I used to do. Yeah, I mean, when I was about fifteen, I used to sort of like maybe fifteen, sixteen, we used to drink in a park, but I don't remember. Well, I don't remember firstly ever having to break in. You just well, went I think there. I quite often had a few drinks before doing it, but um, mm. yeah, it was just quite a fun thing. It was it was always parks that were like didn't need to be locked, or you know, in London, like those private garden things. It was all a bit nothing. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Things like that. Uh, so yeah, I've broken a few laws, but nothing big. No, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I, I think I might keep thinking. I might keep this as a regular question because. I'm, is well, the answer often no? Well, see that this you're the first person I've ever asked that to, so I'm I'm thinking of making a regular question now for future guests, and I'd say it'll be three or four episodes before we catch someone, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, you know, can't be. Someone just I mean, go, oh yeah, I murdered that guy. Oh no! Oh balls! <laughs> I thought well, this was a light-hearted chat, so I was just being open with you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what the police forget. <laughs> that's what the police should do. You could they record the conversation anyway, don't they? The police we could turn it into a podcast, all of a sudden it's relaxed. <laughs> Get them. Uh, I've never murdered anyone, oh, I don't think good. I've I don't, I've definitely nicked things. Um, in fact, uh, it, uh, I think it's about eight years ago. I, I used to I used to steal all the time from um, a news agent called Page One in my hometown, good name. and uh. Yeah, yeah. And um, I used to steal stuff from there all the time as a little kid. I think I was about six or seven. And then I got caught by my dad. And he got very, 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 very angry. And uh, and there was a lot of God talk, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm going to burn in hell. And then uh, about eight years ago, when I was at home, I decided that I wanted my parents to treat me uh, like a child again. So things like I got my mom to cut my hair, just really, really stupid things. Uh, Like, like I got my, I, I I forced my dad to take me to the cinema. Like he had to pay and everything. I went, no, I I am your little kid for the next few days. And then I went to page one and I stole a bottle of Diet Coke. Oh, quite nice. It was, yeah, it was, that's the thing. It was really, I thought I was doing a fun, nostalgic thing. You ready for this? Page one, a year later, closed down. So, you know, I just, I just chipped away at that poor news agent, and now it's and gone. You broke them in the end. I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but I am going to put um, weird burglar uh, into your. Yeah. I mean, breaking into a park is fucking stupid. Here's the next question. <laughs> Here's the next question. And do you know what? I'm, I, I'm not kidding you. I giggled a bit when I thought of this question because okay. i'm so glad i'm asking you of all people okay so 
Rachel Paris, why did you vote Brexit? Sovereignty? What a fucking waste of time that was, eh? So, so, so I mean, sovereignty? would we would we ever have even mentioned sovereignty if if King Charles was King Charles? Wouldn't give a yeah. shit, would we? Yeah, wouldn't have mentioned it once. I still we... don't really know what it means, but happily, I don't think any of those people do either. No, uh, no, it 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 means I don't know, groveling, really, being basically, ruled, doesn't it? Like being ruled by your sovereign. Free, like yeah. You're free. You're free to be ruled by your sovereign and not another authority. Is that it's, right? Is that I right? yeah. That's that absolutely sounds that right sounds to me. Like really shit. Right to want. It's, you know, to what a ru- weird. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I, are you okay? Keep that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no no. I'm taking everything else out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a uh, bit poorly. I'll put that down your psychological profile. <laughs> bit poorly. There um, you go. I didn't vote Brexit. I think that um, mm-hmm. it's a terrible, terrible thing that's happened. And now it's not great. it doesn't need, doesn't need to be an opinion of mine anymore. Now it's a fact. It's yeah. proven on every level that Brexit has been very, very bad. Um what so, let's um, let, let's let's not uh, let's not get uh, become Debbie Downers. Uh, no. I mean, what are what are the great things about Brexit? What are the great things? Um, I'm not going to uh, say the blue passports because a they're not blue. B mm-hmm. they make everything worse for us. And yeah. my favourite about the passports is that we could have had them at any time whilst yeah. remaining in the EU. Yeah, of course they're only fucking passports. Yeah. Um, I don't think, oh no, okay, try to be positive, Rachel. Okay, um, okay. Farmers had it too easy before. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now with sort of, you know, uh, I think things are a little bit more difficult for them now and they needed that. Oh, I know what's good about Brexit. Mm-hmm. Um, Northern Ireland is uh, still technically in the EU and that really fucks off unionists. So... <laughs> I'm delighted. <laughs> I knew there was something good about it. Yeah, there you go. It piss, pisses off the already pissed off. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, so, um, I'm going to put unpatriotic down. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Fair enough. Fair that's enough. Fair. Okay, here's another question. Rachel Paris, can you play the piano in real life? <laughs> uh, yes, I can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, did, did you have proper piano lessons or uh, how, how did you get into the piano? Right. Um, there was a old piano in my house when I was growing up, mm. which my granddad, uh, my granddad died when I was like two, I think. Um, and he used to play it. He just, just by ear, you know, played all the old mm-hmm. tunes. Um, so he used to like playing that piano. And actually my older older brother um played the piano as well so there was a bit of piano playing going on so when I was really little I used to like reach up and have a go on it yeah and my mum just said we weren't we weren't a family who would have like music lessons as a matter of course you know um 
my other brother like didn't or anything so um my mum just said do you want to have less piano lessons and I said at six when I was six and I said yeah and that was it basically I started having piano lessons with the local piano teacher and um eventually it went well uh, I always liked it but I wasn't always good I had a bit where I failed my grade five which was uh, I nearly gave up um oh. and I got very good and then when I was a teenager I was like a bit of a uh, I wasn't a prodigy, but I was very good at it. I was better at 16 than I am now in a lot of ways, certainly at classical piano. You know, I was doing all the sort of piano competitions and everything. Mm. And so I went to Oxford um, doing music. And that was, you know, because the piano, classical piano, classical music. Um, and I always wrote music and did like... Um, I'm telling you, this is such a long story because I don't uh, have so much to say about you, you, it. So you, 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 have to, you have to understand... You, you're saying it to the right person. I don't care about the listeners. But oh, by the way, if you met the listeners, Neil, his name is. Hi, Neil. Um, uh, listen, uh, uh, you're saying it to the right person because I'm I'm deeply seething with jealousy that you can play a musical <laughs> instrument, and because well, I, I I can't and I, I I can never learn it. Do you think Any. you couldn't? Do you think no. that I've I've tried and I can't do it? I do think it's easier when you're really little. I think you can pick up yeah. absorb so much when you really like for example I'm learning to drive now and I'm right. finding it fucking awful um but yeah and I think so just to keep on my soapbox about my own piano playing mm-hmm. and musicianship I think I've become a much better musician actually from jobs uh from so I worked like um in a church doing different little bits of piano for different things I worked in a school doing like their choirs in which I had to arrange music transpose music uh, play by ear work out everything um by ear so that that experience I think made me a better musician than I was when I was just doing classical piano Um, um yeah yeah like I say like I mean I'm really genuinely very very jealous and I and I am genuinely impressed that you can do all that but it does sound like you were an appalling child when you were younger so I'm putting down appalling child yeah yeah uh, but I, I've got a sub question yeah uh, how close have you got to a venue before realizing you haven't brought your keyboard oh my god um I've done it I have done it oh I yeah think, I think I've done it yeah, like either five, it's happened more than once. I think it's happened maybe mm-hmm. two, maybe three times. Um, mm-hmm. And now it would matter a lot less because I can just do stand-up now. Um, right. Unless or you could, or you could just fuck the gig off. Or fuck the gig off. Or I've got like, backing tracks. But in the days... It, in the days of the first few years of me gigging, I really only had songs and a bit of talking between. So if I didn't have the keyboard, I was really, really in the shit. So, um, yeah, I think it happened two or three times. And it's happened when I've arrived, like I've got in the door and sure. gone to like, you know, the muscle memory of like, mm-hmm. I've gone to like start setting up and I've gone for my God. Right. It's not like you walked on stage and go, what's missing? What's missing? Something's not mm-hmm. right. I've got a stool here that I'm pulling yeah. up to something, mm-hmm. but it's not here. Yeah. And I've I've left my keyboard behind many times. Um, and I've had a piano wow. keyboard stolen off a train, and I've had a clarinet oh, really? stolen off a park bench. Um, um, 
what what yeah. wow so you had a clarinet as well you can play the clarinet yeah yeah wow you're very talented but uh well, i am but it's a appalling child doesn't it it all, uh, all i but but also it just it sounds like your attitude to your uh, stand-up career seems really unprofessional, so I'm putting down unprofessional. unprofessional. Here is question number nine. Rachel Paris. Rachel, are you a dog person or a human person? A dog person. But way over the human people? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, mm. No, I think I gave my answer too quickly. Oh, okay. No, I think... <coughs> mm. Mm. I think so. I really like dogs, but I don't think I want to have one. Right. So I think I'm, that makes me a human person, doesn't it? I think. I think so. I think so. Although I quite like the idea of you know there being dog people. They're actually half the person, half half dog, or whatever. Quite like <laughs> that idea. And I like. And some people are half human, half people. <laughs> you know, you're more of a dog person than a human person. I definitely think I'm much more of a dog person. Yeah, I I like I like the I uh, one I I like I I don't know how many people do you really like? What five five people? Yeah, by yeah. that. Whereas uh, there's like I don't I doubt there's five dogs that I've met that I haven't sort of loved. Yeah, probably deeply on a weird level. See, you saying that makes me think. Yeah, I I do I really like dogs, but I haven't. I've never had a dog and I've never, mm. mm, I don't think I've met a dog that I've really loved, but I mean, it hasn't been mine. So that's a bit of an ask. Um, yes, exactly. So yeah, I do think, I think we, I think there is a dog in my future. Do people say that? Like, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, I've, I've felt that over the years. Yeah. I think that there is, but not right now, but I think at the moment I'm a human person. Cause you know, if you've never owned a dog, you can't really call yourself a dog person. I'm, I'm, sitting above two dogs right now oh what are they like they asleep that's what they're like um they uh, got a beagle and a deerhound lurcher at my feet there we go nice yeah they're both really cute yeah god bless them yeah okay so animal hater put that down animal (laughs) hater okay Final question, Rachel Paris. Rachel Paris, this is the yeah. final question. Okay. And then we will put together your psychological profile for the police. Question number 10, Rachel Paris. What is leg hole? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what do you think has happened here over the last 40 minutes? Because I do don't think? even like the title. You don't like the title? Well, no, we'll I change it. No, I don't feel like the title... I don't understand how it relates to the police thing. No, leg it doesn't. To me, the name Leghole sounds like I've, like a sort of um, uh, iconic prison, you know, like. That's very kind. So, <laughs> I don't mean it to be, but I. That's what when sure. you first before I heard that the rest of the premise and you said Leghole, I thought mm. that sounds like it's going to be something to do with being in like a big prison, the slammer, you know. Mm. Well, I mean, ultimately, it could. This psychological profile could be used uh, in the future to your arrest and incarceration. So, um, <laughs> so who, who knows? But uh, do you know what? I'm taking your first answer about it sounding like an iconic prison, uh, and I'm putting very kind um, <laughs> on nice. your psychological profile. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Rachel Paris. What we have learned from the last 45 minutes and those 10 questions, Rachel Paris is an urchin, a psychopath, a pain in the arse, a diva. She's violent, a big wuss, a weird burglar. She's a bit poorly, unpatriotic, an appalling child, unprofessional, animal hater, and very kind. And you know what? (laughs) You put all those things together and they make our very special guest, Rachel Paris, thank you very much, Rachel Paris. Thank everyone applause, everyone applause. Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. You're a very lovely person and one thank of my you. favorites. And you always make me laugh. You're great. Thank you so thank much. You. Everyone. Thank thanks, you. Neil. Thanks, Neil, for listening. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.